For a time, we tried to contact him by radio, but no response. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome to episode 25 of the Dumb Marks podcast. We appreciate you tuning in on this cold Saturday morning here in in pretty much the entire United States, except for Florida, which, as Jason tweeted or said on Facebook, is uh, Satan's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't your Uh, sister live in Florida? (laughs) Yeah, that's another reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So Love her dearly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah thanks for tuning in guys appreciate you guys tuning in shout out to everybody that, that watches on facebook live twitter uh youtube uh follow us on youtube hit that hit that subscribe button click that bell you get notifications uh shout out to india france uk australia you guys for so- supporting the dumb the dumb marks international uh, we appreciate you guys across the pond and, and around various parts of the globe. Uh, gentlemen, how's everything going? How was your week? We 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 uh we doing good this week? What's what's going on with everybody? Doing good. Long week at work. Oh man, it was rough. <laughs> yeah. Chris, what do you, I, I know um you said you had a a dream last night that woke you up. I did. We're gonna. I'm gonna say that for bell to bell. Okay. Wrestling involved, right. so we're gonna say that for bell to bell. He may be watching too much wrestling if you're dreaming about it. <laughs> it's the so first wrestling trip I've had in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Did anyone yes, join any fish fries this week? Yeah, I was gonna say Lent kicked off this week for all you Catholics out there. Um, no Mardi Gras. Yo, fish. No, no Mardi Gras this year, which was I know a huge disappointment. Um, I'm too old to do Mardi Gras down in New Orleans. I still want to go to New Orleans, but I don't think I'd want to go during Mardi Gras. Um, too many people, too crazy for me. But um, I, um, I, I did not. We, we made, uh, I made some, some salmon at the house last night and cooked that up. I didn't go out and, and venture out to any fish fries yesterday. But here in Pittsburgh, there are big, big hoo ha. Um, a lot of debate on who has the best fish fry as. as People get into it and argue, so on and so forth. So um, I did not partake. I will, though, during the course of Lent for sure. Um, but, yeah, no, yesterday I, I I stayed in the house. First time experience for me. It was pretty good. I've never done it. Didn't never seen the hype, but, yeah, it was good. My favorite uh, post I saw online yesterday was shout out to everyone that had sex before marriage. But can't eat meat on Friday because it's a sin. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never given up meat. So, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I, you know, I, I do the the no meat on Fridays, um, you know, and I'll, I'll give up something for Lent, like I do every year. But, uh, you know, we we tend to stay away from from the religion and politics topics just because <laughs> there's no need to get into those things. We like to keep it upbeat, lighthearted, and that. But um, yeah, we we you know, 
maybe maybe one day when when we're on Patreon, we'll get into a, a special <laughs> on, on that to, to to break to break that down and, and get some feelings out. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did go to. Uh, I went to Westwood uh, Rogue Barbecue over in West Mifflin. Um, for, I've had their food before, but for the first time that I actually went there and tried their fish, and it was pretty good. Yeah, that that's directly across the street from my house. Um, I literally see the golf course from my house, so um, don't. It, it's a public golf course. It's not. I'm, believe me, I'm on a main road and okay. right next to Kennywood, so don't, <laughs> don't don't sit over here thinking I'm in some He's rich, fancy. rich gated yeah. community. Yeah. So I got I got an MGF scarf. You can start wearing. No, this, this, is, this, is, this is by no means uh, bougie boy Steve over here. That's for sure. So, all right, well, let's get into it. What do you guys? Uh, what you guys see this week in the intro? Um, anything catch your eye that we normally go through as far as you know, TV series, games, movies? Would you watch anything like that? Uh, the Mortal Kombat trailer is like the hottest thing this week. Oh boy, I am excited! <laughs> I cannot wait. Bring Can't out the teenager in me. Jeez. <laughs> I think I'm going to go back and officially watch Mortal Kombat 2 just to <laughs> keep <laughs> I think I think with the way that technology and CGI has progressed in movies over the years, it'll come off way better than you know when the first Mortal Kombat came out in what 94, 95, I think. Somewhere around there. That sounds right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I did see a lot of uh a lot of people upset about certain characters that were not present in the, in the first trailer to drop. So um a lot of Johnny Cage fans out there that that uh, was a little upset with with him not being shown, and uh, I think uh, trying to remember who did, there was one other character that wasn't wasn't shown that people were up in arms about too. So we'll see. I'm I'm, I'm definitely pumped up for it. Like yes. I, I will be watching it 100, percent no doubt. Was Barack in there? Was he in the original? He was in the second one, Annihilation. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wasn't. He wasn't original. Okay. Especially since it'll be on HBO Max, so yeah, I'm definitely watching it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So yeah, that's what everybody was up in arms about that. Um, it, was, it was decent until they got to like the Sub-Zero versus Scorpion battle. And as soon as he turned out blood into an icicle, I was like, I'm in. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought the graphics were right pretty here. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like Steve said, the tech now movies mm-hmm. is gonna make that a lot better. You mean you mean the opening scene when, when Sub Zero freezes Jax's arms off and, and, and busts them up and that's how you see like that didn't get you right there. That's Jimmy Olsen. That dude <laughs> <laughs> the character the, the dude who plays him I see him too much in small he's shield or whatever his name is in uh supergirl yeah no I, I think it'll yeah I think oh is that who that was yeah okay yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely excited excited for that. Um as soon as they, didn't tap get Ronda over for they didn't tap Ronda for uh Sonya Blade? Nah, nah. <laughs> no. It didn't seem like they had any real big names. That's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully that means that they're just trying to stay with the story. Yeah, yeah. Um I know that another Trailer that dropped it uh, is near and dear to Donald's heart, based off of who was in it, was Corella with Emma Stone. Um, Did you watch it yet? 
No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm gaming. I'm gaming right now. Whenever I game, stuff gets pushed to the wayside. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I um. Yeah, I, I get my daughter and I will watch, we'll we'll watch that. Um, she still has not seen the original 101 Dalmatians, so I don't know if if that means I failed as a parent, but um. Yeah, I'll get her to watch that, and then we'll watch we'll watch Corella whenever that comes out. You got Disney Plus, right? Yep. Yeah, they it's on there. I know. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, the Last Dragon. I really want to see that new uh, cartoon coming out. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah, that's gonna be one of those ones that you have to pay extra for, though. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do it. That's that's March fifth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that looked good. And speaking of Disney Plus, um, you see, Golden Girls is coming to Disney Plus. I did. No, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> Golden Girls. Yeah, Go- Golden Girls is coming to Disney Plus. Um, and then, it's on Hulu right now, so you can still watch it if you have Hulu. But I think it'll get more traction on Disney. Yeah, Disney you get that Plus. one got to go. Golden Girls edition. Uh, don't do that. No, that'll start a riot. <laughs> don't do that. Um, I agree. Also, saw with Disney Disney Plus, um, they announced. Uh, Marvel Studios revealed a new series called Assembled, and it's going to mm-hmm. be behind the scenes on the Disney Plus shows that they make. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the first one is going to be about WandaVision because that was the first series that dropped. So you'll get the behind the scenes, um, the ins and outs, peel back the curtain to see how they how they came up with the storyline and, and what all it went in the production and, and all that stuff and maybe some additional backstory. So something else just to, to keep your eye on um, as far as that goes for first series with, with Marvel characters. And then I also saw Disney plus that, well, not necessarily Disney plus, but eventually it will be Marvel studios got the rights back to the Punisher and Jessica Jones. Huh. Interesting. So I love The Punisher on Netflix. Um, great show. Jessica Jones. Jessica that. Jones was okay too, but I really, really enjoyed The Punisher. So I'm hoping that'll come back and get a reboot on on Disney Plus. Um, I know the the original actor. Um, I forget his name, but he's he come out. He's come out before and said that you know he hopes it gets picked back up because he he would like to come back and continue the role as Punisher. So. Looking forward to that as well. Um, Shane from The Walking Dead. <laughs> That's where I remember him from. <laughs> what else did I see? Um, speaking of, since we're on like Marvel and superhero stuff. Um, did you catch up on WandaVision? Yeah, I did watch WandaVision. Um, great episode. Uh, I read up on stuff this morning um, for breakdowns as far as all the little Easter eggs and the meaning behind the commercial and, and all that stuff. So um, once it goes off in, in two weeks and the, the series finale takes place, um, maybe we'll wait a week or two and then actually dive into it and break it down because it is, okay. it is a fantastic like an hour finale. <laughs> it's a fantastic show. It just seems like it's not enough. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And give me more Catherine Hahn. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like, I liked uh, this week's episode. She got some extra time, which was good. So yeah. I'm interested in seeing. I, I 
now last week I heard that the last three episodes were supposed to be an hour, but of course it wasn't this week. So I don't know if that means the next two are, or maybe just the last one, but hopefully yeah. we'll see get a little bit more time. Now it's the end. Yeah. Cause this week, I think I'm not trying to spoil anything. Here. I just think it just took a, a different turn than I was expecting. Yeah. You know, getting this close to the end. I, I, I was expect, I was expecting the reveal that they gave, but I don't think the person that they revealed is going to be the true mastermind. Okay, I'm with I, you. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think there's somebody else there pulling on the strings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, and then um, I also saw for us, given our age bracket, um, Batman '89, Michael Keaton's Dark Knight is returning to the DC Comics. Yeah. So. Um, There'll be a six uh, six part series, I believe, coming out starting in. Uh, I'm a dumb mark. July. It's over the, digital, yeah, it's over the summer. July July 27th on on digital platforms. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm super excited for that. It, it's being uh, written by Sam Sam Hahn, who is one of the original screen screenwriters for Michael Keaton's Batman, um, the first Batman that came out. So I'm super excited for that. Um, it, it does take place based on that that version of Batman and Gotham and the the heroes and villains that surround that that time frame and storyline. So I'm excited for that. I think that'll be that'll be really good. They also announced with the same thing uh Superman seventy eight. So it'll take place at the same time uh, in between Superman 1 and 2, the Christopher Reeves movies. Uh, so, yeah, the same thing, limited series, digital first. So I'm interested in that, too. Yeah, gaming-wise, not much. I know, um, Donald, I think the big thing from this week out of Nintendo was uh, the big Mario Golf Super Rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got I watched, yeah, I watched the, um, the presser this morning. For it, yeah, Mario Golf and um, the HD version of uh, Windward Sky for Zelda was it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And people's already complaining, saying the price is going to be sixty dollars for the game, and you know, gamers just already bitching about it. Just for HD, it's going to be just sixty. For HD? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Well, that's what there. that's what Nintendo does now, though. <laughs> you know, they don't cut a lot of breaks unless it's like a. A more scaled down version of a game. That's the only time yeah. that you actually get the stuff. Like they just, I, I've been playing the um, Super Mario 3D World this week, mm-hmm. and that was technically a Wii U game mm-hmm. that they just re-released for Switch. But you know, it's, it, it was a sixty dollar game, but they added a sec- second game on top of it too. That yeah. Bowser's Fury. Now, that, mm-hmm. is that like an expansion, or is that just like a, you're not getting a full game, or are you? It's um, Bowser's Fury is a limited game. It's not. A, it's not a a whole game. Um, I, I got through one level so far of that, okay. one world. Um, the Super Mario 3D World, that's the full game. And I think they changed some stuff up. Um, but it's been pretty good. Like, if you like uh, Mario 64 or Mario Odyssey, any of those, like, 3D World games, mm-hmm. it kind of takes that along with, you know, the, the 2D version of the old, like, Super Mario game. Kind of, like, mixes them up together. Okay. Uh, and then I guess entertainment-wise, um, TV show-wise, documentary-wise, the the other two things that I saw that caught my eye: Netflix 
dropped the trailer for a documentary on Biggie Smalls. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, that looked that looked interesting. Um, I, you know, I was a sucker for those like back in the day when VH1 used to do uh, behind the music, behind yeah. the music, and that yeah. like mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just something about something about those documentaries. Like I watched the I watched the ones that um, BET did with with No Limit and the Rough Riders that that were on over the summer, I think, or in the mm-hmm. fall. Um, those were good five six part documentary. So. Um, that was good. If you guys haven't watched the Britney Spears doc yet, um, I, I, go watch it. It is. I heard it was good. It's crazy. Mm. It is absolutely crazy. Like, is that on um, Netflix itself? No, I think that's on. Is that on HBO Max? I think. Hmm. I could I be wrong. No, yeah, no, no. that was um, Britney Dance Beat Gang. That's that's <laughs> that's really good. And then last thing I saw, and this. I was debating on whether or not to bring this up in sports, but since we're talking about TV shows and that now, um, Russell Westbrook uh, is executive producing a documentary on the 1921 Tulsa race massacre, hmm. and that'll be on History Channel um, this spring. Oh. So okay. it's directed directed by Stanley Nelson and Marco Williams. So mm-hmm. I think that'll be that'll be really good based off of them, you know, who the directors are and that. Um, you know, ex- excited to to watch that come out. I, I don't, you know, there may not be people that are familiar with with that event and that, um, you know, unfortunate. I guess not ugly part of our history because a lot of the history is is ugly here. Um, but uh, no, that'll that'll be really good. I'm I'm a huge history buff, so I'm super excited for that to come out, and and hopefully no. that's that's done right. Now you got uh, Westbrook and Wilson jumping into the. Production roles on movies, which is mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Cross platforms, expand mm-hmm. your brand. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. already thinking about life after. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, their career Small moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not just you know, it's not just the shut up and dribble and an athlete being an athlete anymore. They're venturing out and getting into different things, which is always good. Um, you know, as we know, representation is huge. So um, the more things that they can get into with with the eyes and the following that they have, just just shows you know younger kids out there hey there, there's more than just just ball so mm-hmm. um big ups to them and, and congratulations to to russell westbrook on that so like i said i'm super excited for that and we'll we'll definitely be keeping an eye on to see when the actual date of that is when that drops they didn't say they just said coming this spring so but uh i don't think i had anything else as far as entertainment goes movie wise tv show wise um trying to think if there was anything else that i've been watching oh um, I don't know who's a huge fan or not, but um, Criminal Minds. There was a scoop that Criminal Minds Revival is in early development at Paramount Plus. I saw that, and it's only been off air what a year? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, yeah a year, not, yeah. a year or two at the most. I never watched it, but that yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy. So Criminal Minds was one of those shows where. Um, it was it was so realistic that like it made me not want to watch it. <laughs> there, was, there was a certain episode that involved like people breaking in into a house and kidnapping a kid and everything else, and it was just Jeez. the way that they shot it and everything else, and it was so realistic and it was based out of a town somewhere in Pennsylvania where it happened. Um, it was just like nah, I can't, no, nah, it's too, it's like too close to home type of deal. So like I, I stopped watching Criminal Minds after that. But um, is it almost like uh, Unsolved Mysteries when we were kids? 
<laughs> yeah, to that point, but like without the scary music and the dude's yeah. voice that's still <laughs> one of the th- I, I I don't watch a lot of CBS dramas because like a lot of times I feel like the episodes are just very repetitive. It's like a, a, a cookie cutter episode format. And that's I don't know. There's a I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of good shows on right now. Um I think the best well I would say probably one of my favorite shows right now is Prodigal Son, but that's on Fox. That's okay. done, that's done really well. Um yeah, that that's that still running. Yeah, yep. Okay. Second season started back up a couple of weeks ago. Um, and that show is that show is deep and, and crazy. Um I know Claire Reese, the the TV version um from the spinoff from Silence of the Lambs mm-hmm. that just started up. Um it's all the first like, episode. Yeah. So I I'm excited for that. I have that I have that saved on the DVR. I'll probably watch that today, actually, the first two episodes. Um yeah, I haven't watched uh I saw Queen Latifah's the equalizer now. I haven't watched that yet. Yeah, I don't know if I'll I don't know if I'll get into that or not. Like I'm fine with that just being a movie. I don't need that to be a TV series. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it too many times already. I mean it was yeah, it was a TV series back in the day. So Yeah, from the original then the Denzel movies, like yeah. I had enough of the equalizer. Yeah. Especially whenever it overlaps. Like he's still kind of doing movies with with mm-hmm. it. You know, so it's like why have a TV series at the same time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So but no, nah, yeah, big big stuff, big to do. Um, I know my daughter's super excited about the Tom and Jerry movie that comes out next Friday. So <laughs> uh, I think we will be we will definitely be watching that next Friday night. Um that feels too much like MC Scat Cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too much I, I was, dual vibes. I, mean, I was a huge fan of Tom and Jerry growing up. So like yeah. I, I'm I'll watch oh, it just yeah. for the straight nostalgia purposes. Um but yeah, I'm excited for that. So all right, if nobody got anything else, let's get into the, the fat kid version of, of uh, <laughs> well, got a... snack reviews. Yeah. Oh, okay. Marshmallows. Reese switched up something finally. Is that just a bag? There's nothing inside of it, is there? I ate them all. (laughs) (laughs) You eat one and it's like, okay, these are decent. Then you're like five in, you're like, I can't, I can't stop. (laughs) They're good. And this, this here, that's that's what that that that's what um, flavorists do. They 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 put the the chemicals and all that in there to make you feel like you're not eating, but they're so good that you keep shoveling them down until you're. A bag deep and four thousand calories are are stacked up in you. Now, now, Don found these. It's his oh, favorite candy. Hot tamale. No, absolutely, Don. Get them the hell out of here. That's as bad as your takes. He hates <laughs> peeps. But I love peeps. I love peeps, but I don't need hot tamale peeps. I don't like I hate peeps. Candy. <laughs> I don't like peeps either. I love peeps. Yeah, I don't like peeps, but I like hot tamales. It's not you my favorite try- candy. It's not my favorite. Sour Patch Kids is my love. favorite. Yeah. You're gonna try one on air? There we go. Get the <laughs> I already had like I had like three of them. <laughs> I'm only on 15. But I love marshmallows, so I need I need I need my taste not, or is it a cinnamon like marshmallow? It's 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 a candy cinnamon taste. Okay. okay. I I need my peeps to, to to be a little bit on the stale side. I don't like them super fresh. So we all eat peeps besides Dawn? No, I don't eat them either. Yeah. <laughs> I hate peeps. <laughs> Is um, it marshmallow or the coating? Oh, uh, like, marshmallow. I'm, I'm like the marshmallow. Not a big marshmallow person. No. Who hates? Mar- <sighs> I don't like the Peeps marshmallows. I like other, like you know, just like the standard marshmallow. I get with, but I just don't like the Peeps marshmallow. You don't like the coating. 
Indica. It's, it's, it's a marshmallow. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like the way that it's set up. <laughs> From a logistical standpoint, Donald does not like the candy. <laughs> well, since since we're on candy, let's let's bring up the let's bring up the pick three this week. Nineties candy edition of pick three. You can Man, only keep this. three. This was not a hard choice for me. I ran through this rather easily. How do you have ouch and not zebra stripe? That's what I was thinking last night when I was mm-hmm. looking at this. I'll go first. Um, you know, one of my favorite things of the '90s was Dunkaroos. So I I got to keep Dunkaroos. I'm not a pudding fan, but I love Jello pudding pops, so those can stay too. And the third one's a little tough, but one of my favorite candies was the Warheads from from the '90s. So I think I'm going to keep them too. Okay, um, I'm going to go Dunkaroos. For sure. Uh, string things. I would think I'll go with that one. And then uh, how do you not have Freezy Pops? String thing was like the worst of like the Bigfoot uh, gusher. Like that was yeah. like the, that was the, that was the, you know, the, the, just the generic, just cheap, not good at all version of that. that that's like uh you know, you have Twizzlers and then you have Red Vines. That's like the Red Vines of, of that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a gummy guy. I'll eat gummy anything, so I'll stuck with that. Yeah. All right. I'll, Donald, you can save your garbage take for last. I'm going to go, <laughs> go, go, go with Dunkaroos. I'm going to go with Freezy Pops. You got to have Freezy Pops. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about that. And then, um, I, you know, I'll go a Rebel and I'm, I'm keeping candy cigarettes. You know, I mean, you know, puff your puff your powdered sugar smoke out, and then you know, chop on a chop on a candy cigarette, like, yeah, yeah. Well, is the candy cigarettes. I used to love them when I got them for uh, Halloween. Like I said, I thought I was cool with that stuff. Uh, the freezy pops, you could never go wrong with that, and uh, the warheads because I like sour stuff. So those are my three. All right, no, I can't bash you for that. <laughs> the, candy, the candy cigarettes. I'm surprised no one turned it into a smoker on here. Are you hitting a candy cigarette right now, Jay? Yeah, it don't work. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were doing that or you were getting some CBD in you. Like. <laughs> you, better watch, you better watch out. You live on uh, air, you know. Come back in the work, boy. Yeah, we need you to take something. <laughs> we need a sample. Yeah, if you'd like to sponsor the show, <laughs> feel free to send us any products, and we will put you on right here at the end of the intro. So. Yeah. Next week, we'll be more sponsored by Lucky Strike. <laughs> hey, I'll pump Lucky Strikes till, till the day I, I hit the grave. So. All right, that's it for the intro. Man, we spent 30 minutes on the intro. All right, let's, let's get into the rest of the show. All right, boys and girls, welcome to Bell to Bell. Uh, I'm going to kick it off this week with my dream from last night. Um, so, yes, last night, if you if you didn't watch, we did our Elimination Chamber prediction show. So go back to YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Check that out before Elimination Chamber tomorrow night. Um, yeah, but Bell, I think, Bell, Bell might be light on WWE this week since we covered. Well, there's yeah. some stuff I'll get on a soapbox for in a minute. Well, 
<laughs> so I think that's the reason for my dream was us talking about Elimination Chamber last night. Uh, but I had a dream that Matt Riddle beat Lashley for the U.S. Championship and then went on and defeated McIntyre for the WWE Championship. I'm not sure why. Two I don't know why. I was, yeah, two belts riddle. Not sure why I was dreaming about Matt Riddle winning because I'm not really a fan. <laughs> but, did you did you did you eat like a bowl of ice cream late or something that that caused you to have like that type of that's that, that type Brad of, Fisher or that that, that po boy the, <laughs> <laughs> the shrimp po boy got you dreaming of Matt Riddle. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, like why? Like why? Like I woke up going like why? Why? Yeah. I don't. I definitely don't want to see him holding any titles. You know, maybe U.S. would be okay, but definitely not the main title. Yeah. Well. All right. Let's mm-hmm. um. Let, let's hop into WWE then, since you talked about Riddle and that in the chamber, and we're we're not going to spend time on the on the card itself. Um, like Chris said, go over to our YouTube channel and, and watch that prediction show that we did last night. Um, but just general thoughts on the go home shows for Elimination Chamber from both the Raw and SmackDown side of things. Yeah, SmackDown ain't <laughs> good. I enjoy SmackDown. Raw SmackDown did the yeah. typical typical thing of okay, everybody gets a spot at the end to take yeah. you into the pay per view. Raw did nothing for me. Yeah, no. but that's just typical with Raw. Yeah. So, so two 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 things like, and it, this is this is common for. For go home shows, especially whenever it's like these types of pay per views where you're having a a multi man giving match, like why do you have to why do you have to end the go home show with everybody that's involved in the match in like some sort of variation tag match against each other? Like why does that have to be done every single time? Mm-hmm. You can't you can't come up with something else. Like literally out of everything, it's like nah, we'll just. Let's just throw them in a six man. We'll split up the good guys versus the bad guys, and then there'll be you know a big melee at the end, and that's how we'll go off the air. Literally, that's how mm-hmm. it is every single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it does yeah. nothing for the. It does nothing to get you excited for the pay per view. It did nothing for any of the six members. Like if it would have just been the six people in the match and one person stood tall, that'd Which be one, one thing. SmackDown. SmackDown, yeah. SmackDown. But it did nothing because then Edge got involved, then Roman got involved. Yeah. So it's like you ended with Roman standing tall. Surprise, surprise. But, you know, it's just like, so what did you need all that for? You give Brian a pin, which means he's not winning. Yeah. True. Yep. That's you give Sheamus to the clean win, but, you know, he's not winning. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, I mean, that was one of the things that that I was like, I just don't it's it's every single time like mm-hmm. enough it's bad enough that between pay-per-views we have the same two people that end up wrestling at the pay-per-view involved in every single match under the sun against each other and then they actually have the pay-per-view match mm-hmm. it's bad enough and then you do this every time there's there's a multi-man match um you see it you'll see it again come money in the bank time whoever's in the money in the bank they'll do the same thing again before yeah. money in the bank pay-per-view survivor series Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, like it's just it it's lazy, it's lazy booking, it's lazy yes. creative. It's like we'll just do it so we get everybody on the show before and and that's how we'll that's how we'll go mm-hmm. home. It doesn't it doesn't get you excited for the pay-per-view well, at all. Uh-uh. But I, I feel it keeps you fresh on everybody. Then having them split out through segments. 
Yeah. At least they were all out in the ring and they all didn't have to do like a run in. But why do you, I mean, like, why do you have to? I don't know. You don't have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it, 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 it doesn't it's hook you. It, it's some type of version of that. It's either a six man tag or it's a, a gauntlet match or it's, you know, something. It, it just, yeah, it's always something. Mm-hmm. It just. Or it could be like a one on one and then everybody runs in for a brawl. <laughs> I don't mind yeah. that. And then the other the other thing that that really, I guess, pissed me off. Last night, your opening segment, Edge is cutting a hell of a promo on Roman Reigns, and is getting me really juiced up to see Edge and Roman. Like I'm like, okay, I like what you're speaking here. I like what you're saying. Like throwing it out there roman you know roman standing there taking it in the ring you know what i mean and it it's getting juicy it's getting good and then what happens sammy Zayn's music hits <laughs> and you have sammy Zayn come down to the ring to get, involved, to get involved no this this is not this is not against sammy Zayn. this is more uh, against on how they how they work their segments again because it's the same thing it's repetitive so you, so you have somebody come down Who's involved in the elimination chamber that could possibly be chosen as as who Edge wants to face at Mania if he wins? But yeah, Sammy come down. He gets involved. He takes the shot. He's laid out by Jay, and then after that's done, you have Roman drop his mic, hand the belt to Paul, walk over, whisper something in Edge's ear. You get Roman's face whispering. You get Edge's facials selling what Roman's saying to him. Roman slowly backs away, puts his arm out. Paul puts the strap on him, and they turn around and leave. This segment would be over way more if you don't have Sami Zayn involved there. There's no need to have Sami involved there. It does nothing, nothing except to do what? Set up something for later on in the show. Like I hate that they do that. It, if if you didn't know that they were going in uh, Edge versus Reigns, then I can see. But you know the card going all going all the way through the Mania. So even even with that being the case, even with you knowing the card, Sammy Sammy coming out and it, again, it's not against Sammy. It could have been any one of the six people. It could have been anybody to come out during that segment. It just completely took the air out of the mm-hmm. segment. This is a factor not needed. Yeah, it doesn't, mm-hmm. you're putting something there that's not necessary. It's taking away from what people want to see. Mm-hmm. You have a you have a person in Roman who's been on fire, as Ed said. You're in your prime. You're hitting on all cylinders. You know you're you're laying it out there, and then you have Ed start to lay into him and plant those seeds of doubt and. Edge, since he's come back, I don't know if it was all the years that he spent acting, but the way that he cuts a promo now, um, the way he changes his tone, you know, gets louder, slower, his cadence, everything, his mannerisms, all of it. It just makes every single promo he does just like, damn, like, I want to see Edge cut another one. Like, he did it before he went into the Rumble, the promo where he's sitting in the corner of the ring. Like, He's just been on fire since he's come back with his promo work. Not that Edge wasn't a bad, you know, Edge wasn't a bad promo before he left wrestling, but now it's just that much better. And the segment was so good. And then all of a sudden you have Sammy's music hit and it just completely 
took me out of my disbelief that I was setting myself up for watching the segment for no reason. Mm. And then, and then, like you said, it was it's thrown in there so that they add something throughout the show that turns into the main event match, and you get everybody in the ring together, and then Edge and Orton, you know, get spear Roman stands tall, and it's it's over with. Like, mm-hmm. just don't do it. You're you're it's unnecessary. It, it turns me off from the segment that's really good and getting me really wanting to see Roman versus Edge. It's just the lack of originality that they have when telling stories right now. It's a big problem. Uh-huh. They, they just they they can't come up with a lot of original content. And, well, you, I mean, you see that with the whole Bianca Sasha thing, and you're yeah. putting them together. You're putting them together as a tag team. To how many how many times have we seen that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's Bailey and it's Sasha. Re, it's Bailey and Sasha rehashed without mm-hmm. you know the the friendship and the history behind it. But I mean, mm-hmm. that's essentially what they're doing. So one's going to turn on the other. You're setting Bianca up probably to be the baby face. Um, and I don't – the way she's been with her promos the last couple of weeks, it, it goes back to what Bully Ray said after she won the Rumble. Once you cry in that ring, you're a true baby face. Mm-hmm. So you can't go back to that cockiest EST hair swinging, you know, take my earrings out. You can't go back to that person because you – you brought that character down the moment that you cried on screen and, 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 you know, broke the fourth wall, so to speak. So, yeah. you know, just bad moves everywhere on their part. Yeah. It was <laughs> just like we said with the prediction show, it just needs to be from rumble to mania. Just focus on that. There, there's, there's just too many factors now. Yeah. Ruining the story. You have two pay-per-views between rumble and mania. <laughs> so essentially you're only instead of having you know a what a almost three month build to mania you get what a four four week build a month if that mm-hmm. after fast lane yep fast lane is what the 20 21st of march yes mm-hmm. and and the rumble or in wrestlemania is what the 10th and 11th or 9th and 10th correct yep. april mm-hmm. so you so get what a three, three weeks three week build <laughs> For your biggest show of the year. For your yep. biggest show of the year, you're getting three weeks. Makes no sense. And it, it goes back to what everybody has said. They can't do long-term storytelling. You may not like the long-term storytelling that AEW does, and it's not always, always long-term storytelling, but they do a way better job at doing long-term storytelling than what WWE does. Mm-hmm. What was the longest story I think WWE's told was uh, Sasha Bailey, and before that, I'm not even sure what the longest story probably was. But they even rushed that. <laughs> they did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not mad that I'm going to get Bianca and Sasha because I I've, I've been preaching to the choir on that since Bianca got drafted to SmackDown. So I've been on that train long before anybody else has, you know. But. I get. I, I I laid out the perfect storyline for Bailey and Sasha mm-hmm. to have it run all the way through to Mania to get the blow up. So like, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't know why they can't do it anymore. Um, it's just 
Bailey Sasha lasted a long time. Like they could have ended that like at last year's Mania if they wanted to. Like they could have had a decent like main event match with the two of them then. And then it just yeah, I agree. They just they rushed the payoff. You know, the the story was there long term. It's just they didn't properly end it. Yeah. Um I guess main some some other main roster news that's not main roster esque, so to speak. But did you see um, besides them again cracking down on third party and social media sites, um, sending sending I guess memos out to talent again? Um, they uh, they denied Kari Sane. Um, they won't let her work the Stardom 10th anniversary show. Mm-hmm. No. So what yeah. I I don't what's the what's the deal with her? She's still under contract with them and can only work certain certain things, even she's though she's a master, I do believe. But usually like whenever they give those types of deals, they'll let them do other stuff because she, I mean she's not gonna sign a contract with stardom, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. but she's in Japan, she's not coming back anytime soon. You know. Yeah, what's I, I would I would say let her do it, like if it was me, but Unless she's still under her original contract, maybe that's not up, and maybe that's why. But still, it's she's not coming back again. You know, it's just <clears throat> if it's yeah. just a one-off, just let her do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I also saw there was an article out there on uh, wrestlingheadlines.com, and I didn't know about this. I don't, and this may just be me missing it um, recently, um, but. Devon Dudley talked about a uh, recent stroke he suffered. Did you guys hear anything about him suffering a stroke? No. no. I feel like Bubba would have talked about that. I thought so too. Um I know I know Devon was in the news a couple weeks ago about um I don't know he was he was he was trying to run with the uh I guess the story or the, the that he was Stop, never mind. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna bring it up because <laughs> it may it may be it's 2021 in cancel culture, so we won't we won't talk about it. <laughs> be, be safe rather than be sorry. So, there you go. Um, we can we can I can bring it up to Ian's off air. You guys can go look at it. But um, yeah, he said um, he did a um, he spoke about a recent health scare on the Table Talk podcast this week. Um, he mentioned that he had a stroke and went into further detail about his recovery and how it happened. Wow. So I heard nothing about this at the time. Like if this if this article hadn't come out with him talking about it, I wouldn't have known anything about it. And that's surprising given the fact that you know he still works with the company as an agent and in his backstage. I do believe. Um, it's but good to, see, good to see people can keep stuff private. You know. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like. You know, I'm I'm glad that you know he's healthy and everything else, and I can see why you know maybe he wouldn't have wanted it out. Maybe that's why Bully Ray didn't talk about it, or or we heard anything else about it. Um, but it was just it, it caught me off guard whenever I saw yeah. that. I'm like, oh wow, it's uh it's kind of crazy. So hope he's doing uh, all right. Yeah, but that that's all I have main roster wise um, from WWE this week. I don't know if you guys got anything else. Uh, before we get into NXT, um, I don't know if you guys had, had seen, it looks like there's rumor that NXT is going to start doing its own developmental show. 
So the developmental brand is become is going to have a developmental brand. Um, so looks like it's going to be their part. Yeah, it's going to be their partnership with Evolve, and okay. it's rumored to be called NXT Evolve. But we'll see if if that's how it goes. But it's so interesting. It'll be, but it'll be a Peacock original, probably. <laughs> More content. For that's Peacock. decent if it'll be like uh, as long as it's not on TV. <laughs> so, so it'll be that, like it'll so be like how NXT you- started out. You know, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you'll have like Keith Lee, Alistair Black, Ricochet, like all them will go back and do that. <laughs> they do better Why? on there. Since Why they're not? not, you know, since they're not being featured on um uh, on the main roster. Yeah. Um Yeah, I, I did you also see um I get was there anything else from main roster wise? No. It just but when you said developmental show, um, did you see that? So Eli Drake, who obviously made his debut on NXT Takeover as LA Knight, um, when WWE filed the trademark initially, they they filed it as LA Knight N I G H T and not K N. Right? <laughs> so they had to refile for the trademark again. <laughs> <laughs> that just goes to show, like, how do you miss something like that? You know, like I'm sure it happens more often than not, but yeah. I mean, come on, like that's that's something that's just like back in the day they wouldn't have made those mistakes. Well, have you ever seen like whenever they do like these sheets with these guys, like you know, back in the day they used to do like, okay, here's the gimmicks that we're thinking of you, here's all the names we're thinking of. Mm-hmm. LA Knight, like N I G H T was probably on there too, and it's just mm-hmm. someone just messed up and so they were probably going back and forth. We go night as in dark or night as in a real night. <laughs> Triple H talked about Eli Drake coming in um, on his on his presser and that, and um, he thinks you know sky's the limit for him and he has a bunch of potential. I'm a big Eli Drake fan. I, I like him. I like what he did at Impact. I like what he did on NWA Power. Um, glad to see him getting another run. Uh, with the E, uh, who knows if it'll turn into something? I'm hoping he's not going to be like another EC3, where they. Well, I see his fans bashing it. So, would you say, Jay? So I see his fans bashing it, saying they're going to waste them. Yeah, I hope not. I really. The do. track record shows that it probably will happen, but yep. Yeah, hopefully not. Yeah, I mean, the worst thing for EC3 was him getting called up as soon as he did, and then he had that yeah. uh, concussion, and then it was just, like, nothing after that at all. Yeah. So, um, but Vince didn't see anything in him the first time, so it's just, like, uh, that's what made me worried whenever he went back. was, okay, they didn't do anything with you the first time. Why are you going back? Yeah, but, I yeah. mean, like, I, I know, like, I mean, McIntyre, you know, was the same way. They didn't see nothing with him. Granted, he was the main roster first and got yeah. Go and then came back. So, like, you know, I, I mean, they liked him. Vince saw something in him, you know, it just never materialized into anything the first run. So, yeah, so what, do you hold, what do you hold NXT compared to like Impact and AEW? As far as the same level, or do you consider it, NXT a step up? Um, I, I, I would put AEW's above nxt mm-hmm. um i would have nxt slightly above impact right now okay no but impact impact is is growing kenny switch has has turned 
um, turned around. They they've doubled their their Twitch streamers on a regular basis. Um, pretty much, they're they're averaging around seven eight thousand on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. um, and that that's been without Omega the the past couple weeks. Um, you know, they had that huge number for him whenever he first came. That that Tuesday night, it was up around fifty five fifty six thousand, um, and then was you know slowly dropped back down, um, but was still you know somewhere around fifteen thousand people um, while he was involved on the show, and now they're pulling eight without him. So. They they definitely doubled up, um, you know, with their addition of new of new Japan talent coming in. Um, that was in the works prior to to the Forbidden Door being kicked down, um, reportedly. So we'll we'll see what comes about with that. Um, but yeah, I would. I think the thing that's going to hurt NXT is the the move to Peacock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be strictly on Peacock. I don't like. I don't see them staying on USA. They haven't officially announced it yet, but yeah, we'll see if it happens or not. I mean, like, how I think they, it would hurt them. Yeah. I mean, the numbers this week they were a little closer as far as AEW and NXT ratings, mm-hmm. but AEW still still had a higher rating than NXT, and NXT came out of a hot takeover ending angle. Which we haven't seen in a, in a while. Normally, those those are good uh, takeovers. Typically, set up good storylines at the end with some type of turn you don't see coming or anything. That goes all the way back to that goes all the way back to almost the beginning. Like whenever Owens turned on Sammy after Sammy won the belt, like I yeah. there, you know the the Gargano Champa whole mm-hmm. angle was done at mm-hmm. the end of the takeover. Like they're really good with those things. Um, when Cole debuted. With with you know O'Reilly and, and Fish, yep, that was the, an end of a takeover angle. So, um, I don't know. It's just interesting. It, it's going to be interesting. This whole move to Peacock and what actually comes about it and how it plays out. But I like NXT. I like what they're what they're doing. The past couple weeks um, have been good. This this past week's episode was was good. When you you're coming out off of like I said off of the the Adam Cole Hill turn. Um, I love Pat McAfee getting on and, <laughs> and I knew promo, you would cutting the promo from the jet and saying, Hey, uh, <laughs> he's a scumbag. I told you. He's a scumbag. <laughs> and hashtag Pat was right. Let me know. You can apologize um, because I, I've said it from day one. So, um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Good episode. I love. I loved a lot of NXT this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of storylines set up. We'll see. I, you know, I didn't really get the whole Austin theory um, in, in the way. And he got kidnapped at the pay-per-view, but yet he's Gargano was able to find him and bring him back, yeah. <laughs> you know, three days later. Uh, well, well, you're messing with De- Dexter Loomis, so. I mean, I don't get me wrong. Like, I love them walking out with the missing flyers and that, <laughs> and then Johnny. I felt like that could have went on for a little bit more. Yeah, but they, I think the line of the night: Johnny walks over, hands it to Wade, and he hands it to Vic, and he goes to hand one to Beth, and Beth goes, "You don't have a milk carton." Like, I thought that was <laughs> I, like I popped with that. That was great. Um, so, but yeah, I mean. NXT felt fresh this week coming off of no Dusty Classic matches. Yeah, yeah that could have been it too. Yeah, it just it kind of brought in some new stories, started feeling like, okay, we're moving on to something different now. And 
Especially, I like, like we had talked about, you know, the dusty classic fatigue, and it was yeah. nice to to come off of that. I did like the the celebration that they did for the Dusty mm-hmm. Cup and how they turned it into the the you know the the promos between Raquel and Dakota and Shayna and Nia and the I still call them the Rascals, but mm-hmm. MSK, you know, sitting there eating popcorn. popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> like that was, that's their Jerry. Like, so you take that them in the corner doing that stuff, uh-huh. like, and then multiply it by about five to ten, and that's like them in Impact. Okay, like that that that's that classic them uh, and the stuff that they would do. So. You, you get in it, get a get a feel for how they were over an impact as the rascals, but I mean, to me, listen, everybody's talking about Adam Cole and the turn, and you know where it goes from here, and Balor and O'Reilly and all this. The only thing that we need to be talking about out of NXT is the greatest music video of all time, Cameron Grimes. The rich kid to the moon, kiss my grits, <laughs> big money Cameron Grimes. How great is that? When I it's first seen him, I hated it's the tremendous. dude, but now, like, he, he had that little that cave in, and I started catching on that. Then, once he started saying to the moon, I was sold. <laughs> it is tremendous, like, that is so good. I tweeted out the, the week before, um, you know, they actually. They actually took a current event and turned it into something that mm. is good, yeah. which is you haven't seen them do that in a really long time. No, this this version of him is great, and mm-hmm. you know he can play along with it, so he can keep going. And then as soon as it crashes, he's gonna crash with it, and it's gonna be hysterical, and it's gonna be just as good as it is now. Yeah, he needed a refresh too. Yeah, so that was the perfect timing yeah. for it. Uh-uh. I'm not a huge Cameron Grimes fan, like for his in-ring work, but I'm at, I'm at least enjoy. It's entertaining me the, the, yeah. the segments mm-hmm. that he's doing right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that was good. Again, like hopping back to Nia and Shayna versus Dakota and Raquel. Their story there. I'm mad that they hot shot it and put it on March third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that was a counter yeah. move to to AEW and and them having Shaq versus Cody. Um, which is crazy to me. I don't know why you, you feel like you have to counter that programming. I'm with you, Chris. I agreed. I thought that they should have saved that match for Mania. Yeah. Um, that way you have the, the women's acting titles being being challenged for at Mania. Um, there's a lot there's there's a really easy story to tell and they touched on it this week. Um, you know, Dakota and Shayna, they that story goes back to, to Shayna's run and her being the bully, and they touched on it this week. Mm. I think Raquel was the star of the segment, and she came mm-hmm. across, you know, like she belonged, and, and she's she to me she definitely stood out in that in that segment. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if this match we'll wait and see, but I don't know if this match is going to be anything special. I know it. it I know that's going to try to give her the rub a little bit, you know, to elevate her more, but I don't know if Shayna and I are the right people for that. Other than maybe seeing what she would do with Nia, just because of yeah, they're each big girls, you big know, girls, their own yeah. way. Um, but, yeah. You know, I don't think they're going to win, but 
know, it sh- hopefully it turns out to be a decent match. And this just popped into my head, not to hop back to main roster stuff, but what the hell are they doing with Rhea Ripley? Nothing. Why? Nothing like, she has the big performance in the Rumble and hasn't mm-hmm. been since. You don't know if she's on Raw. You don't know if she's on SmackDown. Like She'll show back up in NXT or NXT UK. She wants to mention something. I just pop, I just just talking about Raquel and that and, and you know Raquel's line in there. Oh, you mean the the Rhea Ripley that I beat in the last woman standing match? Like that Rhea Ripley? It just popped back into my head. Just made me think like it, she hasn't been seen since the Rumble. How I'm not thinking of Rhea Ripley. I'm sitting here thinking like where's Damian Priest the whole time? And I hate the man. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> But yeah, no, NXT, NXT was good this week. Um, again, they're loading up for the March 3rd show um, to counteract what AEW is going to do that night. Um, and that's the go-home show before Revolution. So, but yeah. Did, no, you, guys, it, did you guys see after fresh. NXT went off about Kyle O'Reilly? Yeah. So that was a big that was a big topic of discussion on Busted Open this week with, between Bully and, and Dave LaGreca. Um, you know, so it was like it came out right afterwards that he had suffered a seizure and they were mm-hmm. tending to him and took him out on a stretcher and everything else. And then Kyle had to get on and say, you know, I'm I'm fine. It was, you know, it was it was part of the story. And it's like yeah. like Bully said, like, I don't don't tell me I'm being worked. Yeah. Just stop it. Yeah, just leave Absolutely it. Stop it. Just, just leave, leave it. it. Like you That's... know, he said he's like everybody wants to be in the know and everybody wants to to come out and say this, that, and the other. And, and you know, it's like, he's like, I don't, you know, I, I don't need to know. Just let it be. I don't, don't think, I don't think that type of injury you want to, you want to do a story about. But it wasn't, but it was just, but it wasn't not anything confirmed. It was automatically, people automatically jumped to him having a seizure because he is a type one diabetic. And mm-hmm. I guess the way that they saw towards the end of the show, you can yeah. see him on the ground and that, but like Dave, like LaGreca said to me, seeing it, he was selling getting a brain buster on the yeah. steps. Yeah, knocked out. Like, let it be. Mm-hmm. And then if it if it was to be something that serious, like okay, let it let it come out. You know, afterwards, yeah. I don't I don't need it to be right after the show where everybody's running with that and you got. Dirt sheets and, and supposed smart marks coming out and mm-hmm. saying all this stuff. Like, no, just let it be. Like, the only thing that kind of threw me was because I thought at first too was that he was just selling that they brought the structure just to sell what just happened. And that was fine. Mm-hmm. But then I started seeing some pictures of like Triple H coming out, and that kind of got me like, okay, usually they don't like Vince doesn't come out for that kind of stuff, you know, unless mm-hmm. something real happened. You know, so that's what made me question whether that was actually something serious or not. But yeah, but still, uh, yeah. Good. It's still trying yeah. to sell it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was just a good sell. Yeah. That's it. Just like whenever Shawn Michaels had his problems and he fell out, remember, from his concussion, and Vince came out. Like, I mean, we were kids then, but hey, that was a good sell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you excited for, for O'Reilly and, and Cole and, and Baller and seeing where that goes? I was talking to Dawn earlier about, like, uh, yesterday about, like, NXT style of of store of story, like AEW. You have you know who's fighting, but you get other people just throwing title shots in between for no reason. 
uh, WWE, you have the story booked for three months and they're wrestling every week. NXT, you don't know who's in line for the title. And I like, I kind of like that. Well, and Balor came out this week uh, on Corey Graves' podcast and he said, um, you know, I was only supposed to be in NXT for a couple months and mm-hmm. it turned into, you know, what, a year plus. Um, so he's like, you know, it, yeah, he wasn't supposed to be there as long as he was. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if we necessarily if you did, if you don't watch if you haven't watched Ring of Honor and you don't know the history between Cole and O'Reilly, then this is this is good for you because mm-hmm. that is a that is a money a money match a money feud a money story. Um, am I excited for it because I get to see it done a little bit differently and and under the the NXT umbrella? I am. I just don't know. I just don't know if Kyle can go on the mic with Cole. Mm-mm. No, no. no. So he lost. Usually he stepped in the ring on on on, on a Wednesday. Yeah, like yeah, to him and Roddy, boy, that was that was tough. Yeah. Until he got like angry. Yeah, that was yeah. tough. It's like you know, I kind of got on Finn last week about like his mic skills, but you know, O'Reilly could go with him, you know, because they were both going to leave it in the ring. Cole's going to destroy him on the mic. Yeah, I like Cole's tweet afterwards. Did you see Cole's tweet? Mm-mm. He had he had screenshots of of him, you know, doing the brainbuster, taking out Finn, holding the belt, and uh, you know, he said, "I don't know, I don't owe an explanation to nobody. I let my actions speak for myself." And it was those pictures. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I like, yeah, I, okay, yeah. I, I can That's feel cool. you here. I can feel <laughs> you here. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and wasn't that what everybody was waiting for? For him to like break away from Undisputed Era and like yeah. do his own thing. So it's like again, long term storytelling. I mean, they wanted they were they've they've been on multiple podcasts together, the four of them, and they have all said that they they wouldn't mind them not breaking up and staying together. But I mean, if you're looking for fresh feuds and that I mean, I guess at some point in time, mm-hmm. the, the, the face, the, the undisputed era as baby faces just wasn't working. I don't think it was, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't as good as when they're heels and Adam Cole as a heel is where he needs to be. Yeah. This is going to be in his wheelhouse. Yeah. And him as a face is always like, eh, like he's yeah. a heel. Mm-hmm. Don, you Don, you brought up long-term storytelling, and and I made a point of this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. From NXT standpoint, they they have made it a, a, a point, and Triple H has said it multiple times that they have long-term storytelling set in place, and they're going to do it, and they're not going to deviate unless something absolutely mm-hmm. happens that makes them deviate. Yeah. So. I think over the course of this year, as stuff unfolds, I think you'll see more of the long-term storytelling that we hope we get mm-hmm. from the main roster. I think you'll see that on NXT, and that'll that'll help elevate them. You know, yes, as it, long does. As it, mm-hmm. it keeps as you long invested. As, yeah, as long as the people are there and are, and are doing it, and the story is interesting, like I'm mm-hmm. all for it. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love yeah. what Swerve did this week, Chris. I know you tweeted that out when you were watching the show. Yeah. Um, He's a main eventer. Swerve yes. is a main eventer. There's no reason why he should not be in a main event. I hope this springboards him and jumps him up. Um, you know, we still have the unknowns with Imperium. Walter mm-hmm. supposedly coming over. I thought you were going to get him in Baller, but 
if you're going to get Balor and Cole now, you know, there's that. And you have Karrion Cross still sitting there. Um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe his run might be a little bit shorter and he might get called up. Yeah. Just like Jason was saying, it was like, you don't know who's going to win the title. You yeah. may keep all these multiple people within that realm. It's like, like the NA okay. title is getting, uh, getting packed too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that I mean that's how it should be. You should yeah. have you should have your you should have your champion, and then you should have you know four to six people that mm-hmm. you can plug in at any point in time, based on be keeping them elevated and 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 them believable. And you do that with with each title. It's mm-hmm. it's not hard to do, and oh. you're, you're seeing that with NXT. I will agree with you there. They they are setting that up with each title, like North American. You have Kushida, you have, you know, Bronson Reed stepping up. I like I like the direction for him. You know, maybe Swerve, this is a catapult to get him started. Um, Absolutely. You know, he's been in that crew, the 205 Cruiserweight yeah. for a while and just has yeah. gone nowhere. So, to me, this past week, if they continue this elevation with his character, he, he needs to be put right into North American. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. So, yeah. So, NXT, yeah. NXT will be good. I'm, I'm excited to see where they – where they go um anything anything from anybody else on nxt um did we love the photo shoot yeah i was gonna bring that up i was gonna bring that up um i somebody's like why is the cameraman still shooting (laughs) (laughs) i uh i don't want to say evidence i don't want to say it was like um like in the background but Mm -hmm because it was done on a photo shoot and they just had stills like they didn't have any video from it i felt like it almost got lost by the end of the show with everything mm-hmm. else that happened which sucks because i think that you know them two together like i said that's a story in and of itself tony comes out i didn't get pinned you didn't beat me you pinned mercedes i beat you to win the may young women's classic like i'm coming for you you know i'm coming for you like it's it's there it's written mm-hmm. like I just feel like the way that they did it this week, it, it kind of got lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. And I also liked the Jai Lee and uh, the two oh, yeah. Ks mm-hmm. um, for being a lower card storyline. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sold on that. KCK. I'm sold on them too. They could. I told you they 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 were supposed to be getting a heel run, and mm-hmm. I didn't see them as heels, but. I kind of I could I could see it a little bit with how they're talking in their promos and everything mm-hmm. like I I can see it coming for them. So we'll see if it turns into anything else, but I, I'm the opposite. That that storyline's doing absolutely nothing for me. Like for for everybody. Like mm-hmm. no, nothing's hitting for me at all with it. Like I I like when the when the you lady like comes anything, down You don't like anything that they've done with with Zaya and Boa and the whole like, I like some of the original, like, uh, like the vignette. They start, yeah, I like those, but since like they've come out and like the matches, the lady sitting on, on the ramp, like nothing, like n- absolutely nothing hits for me. Just like, eh, I want to see where this goes. Like, that's where that's where wrestling yeah. is, is like uh-huh. Matthew Robbins. There's yeah. 31 flavors, <laughs> and not everything's going to be to your liking. Uh, yeah, I just want to see if she's somebody. She oh, is. She goes well, so she's somebody that yeah. supposedly that's Karen Q, okay. but. She's whatever they're calling her now. I forget what the name is. Mailing um, or something. Uh, something. Yeah, something like that. But that that supposedly that's who that's who that is. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, good stuff from NXT this week. So, mm-hmm. 
Let's jump over to the other Wednesday night war, the other half of the the, the ratings war, brother. AEW this week, Dynamite, the power bomb heard around the world. They finally did something. They did it. Congratulations. Yeah. They did it. And like and like Bully Ray said, Brian Cage has never been more over in his entire life. <laughs> not a not a knock on Cage, but that one one interaction, one move automatically was like, okay, yeah, somebody now. I that, uh, so cr- that was such a cringeworthy powerbomb. Cringeworthy yeah, is the right was. word. I, it I, was. I tweeted out like and he hit it fine. It's not even that it was a boss. Oh, it was a perfect, it was, yeah. yeah. He didn't it wasn't it wasn't too hard. It wasn't too soft. Like no. he did did it did it perfectly. Um but yeah, the I guess the, the replay after the commercial break even made me cringe up even more because of the way the camera shot was on the replay. Right. Mm-hmm. Listen, if if Sting did not get they wouldn't let Sting do it if he didn't have a clean bill of health to be able to do it. So, I mean, Edge has come back and, and is no. taking bumps. Brian's come back. Christian came back at the Rumble. Like, granted, not all the injuries are the same, but at, at the same time, AEW is not going to let Sting go out and and take a power bomb from Brian Cage if Sting isn't medically cleared to to be able to take a bump. How many bumps Sting takes? is going to be the question and that's where i think they need to be smart with it was this a good time to do and have him take a bump absolutely because Mm -hmm. people were starting to turn on it oh the snow oh it's cold oh it's sting hey standing in the ring going in the back standing in the ring going to the back like you needed to have some action and it happened and 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 i enjoyed it Mm -hmm. but i do want to bring up why does taz look like he's transforming into mick foley (laughs) <laughs> he came out with the oversized jacket and it looked like the sweatpants. The sweat. <laughs> I'm like, is he turning into Mick Foley? Like, what's this? Is, this is FTW. This is, you know, yeah. if you can't survive if I let you. Why are you transforming into Mick Foley? Have a nice day. Maybe he had a wardrobe malfunction or something. Maybe that's all he had. <laughs> yeah, I was watching that uh, that promo like that segment with my dad and he knows about the sting injury and that stuff and he was like was he supposed to take that and i was like it's happening yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean uh, anytime i see Sting take a bump i'm always gonna just re- my mind's gonna revert right back to that match with seth rollins yes just seeing oh, him collapse and i think i i think that yeah that's the case and and i was like that with edge when he came back and was taking mm. the bumps that he was taking in the rumble and then the more you saw him around and the more you saw him in the ring, like that slowly went away to now that's not in the forefront of my mind whenever I see Edge wrestle. It was the I, same thing when Daniel Bryan came back too. It's like, cause right. I remember, I remember seeing like how protective they were, like whenever they would like throw him to the ground and like, they would almost like cradle his head a little bit, like as they would mm-hmm. like punch him. And it's just like, I still yeah, feel like, like that was death. Yeah. Yeah. With so the I, knee. It's a leg injury. It's a, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm hoping I'm hoping that uh that that you know that that will start to dissipate and and not be in the very front every time I, I do see Sting. Mm. Um, but yeah, so there's that. What else from Dynamite caught your eye? What you guys like? What you didn't like? 
uh, what I didn't like was uh, Cody grandstanding with the baby reveal. Really? You're going to shit on a gender reveal? Really? Yes. Yes. Come on now. That is Cody Hulk Hogan Rhodes right there. That, that's grandstanding <laughs> at its best. Come on. We don't need that. Listen, they made, if it was your company, you wouldn't do it. No, I wouldn't do it. They made the private between the the, the, the the families and that. They stuff. made the announcement that they were pregnant on Dynamite. You didn't think they were going to do the gender reveal on Dynamite? We don't need that. Oh, Cody Rollins. <laughs> she might have. She might even have the baby on Dynamite. We all know. Oh, it's happening. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. No. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Gonna I was okay with that. They didn't. They didn't. It didn't drag on. They did it real quick. Yeah, they came out. They came out. They did it during. You know, they they played it into his music and how it went. And then you know that was it. He walked over, got on commentary. I was at first. I'm like, why is he getting on commentary? And then they did the announcement for the face of the the revolution the the revolution ladder match with and him Penta and why Scorpio. Scorpio Sky being the first three participants announced. It'll be six man, yeah. I think that's going to be a really good match at Revolution. That's potential. Just those three, good would be good. What is it for? It's for Uh, the the TNT title shot. Yeah, for the number number one contender for the TNT title. Oh, Money in the Bank. Yeah. Well, they're not. They're not grabbing a. They're not grabbing a briefcase. <laughs> we'll so, probably grab the chip again, like they did the one time. Oh, that fucking chip! <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I think I, I think it has it has really good potential, like you said, Chris. Just with those three announced, um, it'll be interesting. I need to see more Scorpio Sky. Yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. He's, he's been missing. Yeah, I. I um, I'm I'm curious to see who the other three participants will be in it. So, you said Ray, right? Penta, Penta, Penta. Cody. Oh, Penta. Penta. Okay. I I wouldn't be surprised if Ray showed into the match too. But okay, they should throw Ricky Starks in there. Well, he has the street fight at Revolution. Yeah, that is true. Oh, that's right. So yeah, but yeah, so I'm not I'm not mad with that. Um, The Young Bucks and Santana Ortiz. Um, I love the attitude from Santana Ortiz. Mm-hmm. That's the LAX version of Santana. Ortiz. That's what I. <laughs> that's what I need. That's what I need from them. They, you know, they're they're like uh, they're like Swerve on 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 NXT. They they need to be in the title picture. They're that, good. they're that good. Um, I know you can't have everybody in the title picture at once, but like they said, to be in the to be in the company from the you know, as long as they have been, and, and this is their, you know, first title shot. Um, mm-hmm. I hated the finish, hated the finish, and yeah, I, I just didn't like. I didn't like the finish. The match itself was fine. I didn't like the finish. Um, you know, interesting Jericho going after Papa Buck after the match and pushing him because I yeah. guess he he stole Jericho's shirt out of the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that um I tell you what, I hated the uh Shaq and Jade vignette that they played. Again. It, it, yeah. Nothing not looking forward to it. The only thing I'm looking forward to again that I've said before is just the women. I want to see Jade go just to yeah. see. Yeah, if she can go. I'd like to see Red Velvet go a little bit more too. Because yeah. this is this is gonna be both of their time to shine. She reminds me of a little Sasha Banks. 
Red, red Velvet. Yes, she does. She does. If you mm-hmm. haven't watched her on Dark and her matches on Dark, she's she has a lot of potential. Yeah. Um, she, but this is the time that the spotlight's on them both and to showcase that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Luchasaurus uh, lights out, lights on. That fell flat for me. It did. Um, it did. Yeah. Apparently, it fell flat with the live crowd, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that. I. <laughs> do you guys like the addition of Tully Blanchard stepping into a ring? No. All that's going to be is him and Marco. I don't think you're going to see them. anybody else get time with them. But <laughs> Maybe FTR might get Marco, but I think that's the reason why is Tully and Marco will go. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised the Sid- the Sidell brothers got as much uh, as much shine as they did against yeah. FTR. They had a ton of offense in that match. In one match that established them, and maybe that was their plan. Might have been. Yeah, start using them more. Yeah, I know both of them need to stop going up to that freaking <laughs> corner and that top rope because that was the same top rope corner that Matt. Slipped on when he did the yeah. star press, and his brother slipped off of it trying to do the, <laughs> the freaking cross body dive. Hopefully, once they go back into arenas, we won't see the, the slips like that as much anymore. Yeah. If it keeps snowing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Hangman and Matt Hardy, I think that I thought that was done really well. I love the the stipulation for the match, a big money match, given the given the character. Um, <laughs> Jay, Can I just go <laughs> and the mascot. <laughs> I was happy to see Dark Order come back out for Hangman this week. So, like, okay, this storyline isn't over because they had no interaction on Dynamite the past few weeks. So, right, I'm glad it's not over. And I think Hangman will be would be a good addition at this point. I've, I've liked his interaction with the Dark Order. Yeah, they've I've... done more with him and Dark Order than they've done with uh, Colt Cabana. Mm-hmm. With that, oh, yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I like that. Um, what you guys think of the uh, exploding so, barbed wire death match? <laughs> I, I, um, I like the I like the announcement of the match. I like the fact mm-hmm. that Kenny was the one the, that announced the match because it's it's not Kenny's forte. That, yeah. That's something that's something Moxley would do. Not so, it's not something Omega would do. So. I'm glad to see Kenny Kenny taking it down a different avenue from what he normally would do. This match, if done properly, can be can be really good. And it and and it it all depends on how they build to the match. If the build is strong, if the build is strong, the match is good. It can come off. Um it can be just as good as any of the the other barbed wire exploding barbed wire death matches that were you know big back in the in the 80s early 90s and you know in japan and that um so yeah it can be done i'm hoping that it's done well um but we'll see i don't you know a lot of people shitted on it and didn't like it at all the night kimono wanna lay a dance atop bcw arena was the last time i enjoyed extreme <laughs> I can't do extreme anything anymore. Barbed wire, light bulbs, none of that shit. I can't do it. Just, uh. Again, I, 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 I like the little taste from time to time. I don't need it at all the time. Yeah, I don't need that, it. That, that, that CZW, that CZ, uh, CZW we watched? Oh, yeah. Bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was way yeah. too much. Yeah, that that pushed everything back. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm over extreme. Yeah. And like, Steve, what you said, this isn't Kenny's forte. This is more Moxley's forte. So it'll be interesting to see, 
know, how this match goes, but we've seen Kenny in these types of extreme matches a lot lately, the past mm-hmm. few years. So, you know, it's kind of becoming part of his wheelhouse, even if it's not the standard. He's more known for his in-ring work than the extreme. I think I think it will I think it will be different than what their their lights out unsanctioned match was yeah. where you saw the the bed of barbed wire and that I think they'll go in a different direction. Again, this this match can be done well and it can't and it can be pulled off in today's era of wrestling. It's just all gonna depend on the story and the build up to the match because that that's what's gonna make the match be good or not. I just for me, I need this to be it with him and Moxley. I need yeah. after revolution for Kane to move on and we see, you know, somebody him be the collector or something. I think and and that's why, you know, I think you're getting the match that you're getting because that will be the, the finality of it. Yeah. And and let it go and, and both can move on to different things. It's gonna uh, be all over again. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it was good. I mean, I enjoyed Dynamite this week. Um, you know, it's yeah. we'll see what happens next week um, before the the go home show for the, for Revolution and see what plays out from there. I'll be interested to see how many matches are are on the card. Um, are you guys disappointed that uh, Britt Baker is, is not going to be shown on Dynamite in the first round of the women's tournament? I don't know if it's necessarily disappointed, but oh. it was a little bit of a surprise. I thought. I thought it was. I thought it was good because that that will draw people to watch the YouTube show. It's true. Watch the semifinals mm-hmm. and the the first round match. Like I thought that yeah. was done well. Like I thought Rio and Serena D was match of the night. They gave uh, them a lot of time too. Yeah, a yeah. lot of time. They that was really no good. surprise. Rio won. I, mean, I, thought, I think that was expected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think her and Thunder Rosa will be really good. Mm-hmm. I, I hope Thunder Rosa wins, but um, I think that I the two will be really good. So, um, no real, no real big surprises on the on the Japanese side of the bracket. Um, so, yeah, I'll be interested to see who they have come out from that side of the bracket. But yeah, all in all, I mean, it was a good show. So, yeah. I go with that. Um, other other news in, in wrestling this week. Um, Impact another solid show Tuesday night, done really well. Um, they're they're hitting their stride with stuff. Like I said earlier, um, Finn Juice, Juice Robinson, David Finley debuted. Um, they had a good interaction with the Good Brothers. Uh, enjoyed the the after the match promo there. Um, you know you're getting you're going to get Moose and Rich Swan at some point. Um, but yeah, just a solid show up and down from Impact. Um, they they've done really well. The TJP and um, uh, Josh Alexander match to open the show was really good. So if you haven't watched that, um, I don't know if you can catch a replay of of Impact or not. But that match was a really solid match to open the show. I wouldn't mind seeing them two get in the ring again. Anything else? Oh. Uh, Filthy Tom, Filthy's Island from MLW. Did you watch it? I gotta go back and rewatch it. Oh God! Um, what was your initial interpretation of it? And my initial thing is, I hope that it's just a one-off and they don't do it again. <laughs> I, I, I agree with everybody else. Um, 
But we'll see. I don't know. I think this was a, a swing that MLW took, and and to me, it was a swing and a miss. Um, okay. Something different from them, and, and and I'm all for that. You know, you're not everything's going to be a, a home run, um, but this wasn't even like a walk to first base on on base on balls. Like this was, this was <laughs> definitely a swing and a miss. I'm going to go back and rewatch it again, but I don't think that'll change my mind on it. I just need more Selena. You know, just. Every time she's on, especially when she's the, the executive producer of the show, it's always worthy. And since you brought up Selena, um, to to play into what her part of her storyline, um, I get uh, you know thoughts and prayers to Conan. Um, apparently, he's he was in the, he's in the hospital um, dealing with kidney issue. I know he had a kidney transplant a couple mm-hmm. years ago, um, and. You know, I guess he was in the hospital for a couple of days there. I saw a lot of people tweeting out prayers to him um, this week. So big ups to, to K-Dog. Hopefully he pulls through. Conan was was my probably my one or two favorite in, in WCW growing up. I, Conan, I love Conan growing up. So I know I used to slap that tequila sunrise on in the backyard wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the fin- that was the finisher. You used to come out to his theme song too, didn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the only thing I didn't do was wear the baggy pants and and do the olale. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't venture fully into that, but nah, Conan, Conan was definitely one of one of my favorites. Um, so so prayers to him. But uh, Ring of Honor solid show. Um, uh, you know, if you guys are sleeping on Ring of Honor, you need to wake up because they're putting out really good work right now. So I would suggest you watch it. It's an hour show, goes by quick. It's done really well. Um, I know there's a lot of wrestling to to watch during the week, but that's one not to be not to be slept on. They they've done really well since they've come back from from COVID. With that, so anybody got anything else from from this week? Bell to bell? Yeah, uh, New Japan. They continue on Roku. Uh, last week they had released ten episodes on one day. This week they just released one episode. So last week it was Wrestle Kingdom fourteen. This week it was one episode of New Year Dash the day after. Um, so we'll see how that continues in the coming weeks, like how, what they add. And I was kind of hoping for maybe newer content. So we're kind of a year off right now, but you know, that's the way it started on access too. And, you know, as viewership grew, they started increasing content and getting closer and closer. So yeah, they were, that continues. They were in talks with access to put it back on access, but they, felt that. That the, they felt that Roku was the, the better option for them and a better way to go. We'll see if it plays out that way. No. Uh, but yeah, what? <laughs> all right, we'll we'll get the elephant in the room out there. Jr. calling Kenny Omega the WWE champion. <laughs> I guess for me, it didn't bother me. You know, I didn't. And to be honest with you, I really didn't even I didn't even catch it really um, because it was like coming out of something, you know, coming mm. out of the the segment that Kenny did, um, you know. Being a being a big d bag and reading to the kids, <laughs> he completely shit on the young bucks. That whole that whole segment. <laughs> are they in love? Completely shit on them. But uh, yeah, coming. Out, I didn't even really catch it, and then like the my timeline just blew, just blew up. up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I think right, it was God. subtle enough that yeah, if you weren't paying attention, you were, you didn't you weren't gonna catch it. Like I knew going in, I had seen it, so I was expecting it. Mm-hmm. And then, but, and then, and then you had then you had people jumping 
jump into the the to the other side of the bridge and go, well, you know, Tony Khan came out and said that he's open for working with WWE. So Jr. is <laughs> planting the seeds for whenever they do work together. And it's just like really like that's where you're you're automatically going to go there. Like, yeah. So no, it, um, it, it didn't hurt. No. Uh, one more thing. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw. You know, I had brought him up a couple weeks ago. Is that Parker Boudreaux? Um, yes. The so he, of gods. I love. He, I love it. Yeah, he tweeted out this week a couple things. One was, "I've played my last snap onto bigger things. You can connect the dots." And then he also tweeted, "I'm not the next Lesnar. I'm the first Parker Boudreaux." So yeah. if you haven't seen like some of his like promotional images that he put out there, they look mm-hmm. pretty cool. If you're, if you're calling yourself the destroyer of gods, I think yeah. I can I think I can sign up for that <laughs> right now. Yeah, so. definitely interested to seeing what his next move is. So hey, listen, Heyman came out and fully endorsed him. So yeah. I, I, I trust Paul's judgment. Yeah. Uh, JR did too. And then I've heard that he, he went to NXT and then I heard he's also been to AEW. So we'll see oh. if he's won anywhere else or you know where things may go. Solid works for me. Yeah. All right, that's this week in Bell to Bell. This week's String of the Week segment is brought to you by alcohol, the cause of and the solution to all of life's problems. It works. It works. It's It's just the tagline. It is the tagline, you know. (laughs) Um, I've had some good ones that I've come up with, you know, the walk of shame and you know, the, the slapping a twenty, Man. slapping the twenty on the bar as, as dollar drink night ends. Uh, <laughs> you know, but you saying the twist off? No, come uh, on! Give me drink in here, bro. Bro, I got twist off. <laughs> I gotta bring out tools now. Can I toss this through the camera for you? <laughs> I got one. I, I got one too. Here go. Stand by for uh. <laughs> Can we well, bring up one division, please stand by. Well, just try. You don't have a bottle opener in the house at all? I don't, nah. I don't drink. All right. Well, Jay's working that out. We will uh, introduce, we are doing Saranac S'mores today. If you are familiar with our Drink of the Week segments, we did Saranac well, Pumpkin. Don't do that. <laughs> we did Saranac Pumpkin Backdoor in the Pumpkin Run of Beers. Um, this was this was recommended to me by, by my cousin. Um, I saw it, grabbed it up. Um, it is 6.2% alcohol by volume. Um, and I really think you guys are going to like this. Um, it is, it is a, it smells good. It's a chubby kid's dream come true in a bottle. Uh, it's s'mores and beer together and it makes a delicious combination. Hey, imagine if your, bar, your bartender had to do that. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll start calling you MacGyver. That was good job. Oh, that, that, was, that was impressive. Yeah, that was. That's that a whole was. other. Uh, that's a whole now other listen. segment of bar hacks with Jason. Now, now listen. listen. 
<laughs> Listen, if you if you went through all that work and you don't like this beer, we will edit it out, okay? <laughs> I can post and edit it out because that'll be a lot of work for something that you don't like. But oh, we're, we're live, man. There's no editing live. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we can go back and do like WWE Raw on Hulu. We can take some stuff out. Okay? We'll go back and take some stuff out. So. But no, I think my whole square. <laughs> I think I think you guys will really enjoy this. Um, that, like I said, this was highly recommended. It is an ale with artificial and natural flavors. Um, the smell, mm, oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's <laughs> such a s'more. Like you just get all of it. The graham cracker, yeah. graham cracker, the chocolate, chocolate. Mm. You get it all as soon as yeah. you as soon as you smell it. So, cheers, guys. Take a swig. Yeah. You know what you think. Ooh. <laughs> this is hitting the spot. Your thumbs up says one thing, but your face says something else. <laughs> yeah, you had a bitter beer face there, Jay. That was like uh I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think your voice, didn't think your voice could reach that high. <laughs> Stay again. Stay again. <laughs> We need that dub. Can we get that on? <laughs> Anytime something good happens on the show, I want to be able to press a button and just hear Jay say, "I love it." Like, I love it. So is that? And so is that an upcoming shirt too? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thumbs up. Man, I can get down on this. Whoa. So. Those of you that live in the Pittsburgh area, um, I found this six pack at Giant Eagle. Um, you could you could go to to one of your bigger, uh, you know, beer distributors and, and get it in a, in a case or or a six pack. Um, it was only like eleven bucks for the six pack, so it's not that expensive um, from from a from a beer standpoint. But I, I'll leave it. I'll I'll open the floor to you guys, and I'll I'll you know I'll save my take for last. So all right, Jason, go ahead. Uh, it's better than last week's. I'm gonna give it a two. You like did all the smell. You did all that. I like the smell. All of that, and you only got a two. Two. Because it, it, I don't know. It's these dark bears. Let's get a let's get a wheat bear in here some t- sometime. Marshmallow wheat. Oh God. <laughs> I, it does feel good though. I, I, mean, I need blue moon uh, marshmallow. That's <laughs> <laughs> Donald. What do you got? I'm not a big uh, dark uh, dark beer drinker, but this shit hits the spot. <laughs> I mean, this is some good stuff. I get down like probably twenty of these, and I'm not a hardcore drinker anymore. I give this a four point five out of five. Sumo. Is it cold? Cold? Mine's just cold. Yeah, mine's just on the windowsill. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that might be a difference, Chris. I, I don't know. The, the headband got Donald. Uh, you know, <laughs> trying to be doing the the drink, the hardcore drinking over there. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you. Well, uh, I can't say I've never seen you drink a lot of beer. The lube tube you used to get down on. So. <laughs> yeah, man, that's for the patrons, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna come um, into sports with a brown paper bag on that bottle. <laughs> this I really love the smell. For me, the smell and the taste don't match up. 
Um, like I was, the, the smell tastes very, smells very sweet. I was expecting a sweet aftertaste with the beer, and I don't think it gets that. Well, it's um, a porter. It is a porter. Yeah. So, like, I, mean, I was expecting different different style of taste, but I like it's a good beer. Um, I don't know. If, just expected. Uh, it's missing something for me, and I can't figure out what it's missing. I thought this would have been a home run for you. Mm. I did. I, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go three and a half. Well, I, I'm with Donald here. This is uh, this is this is uh, deliciousness packed into a bottle. If there ever was a definition of it, um, I'm 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 gonna go I'm gonna go with a four point two five. Um, you know, I think I like this a little bit more than the pumpkin Saranac that we did. Uh, even though that was that was really good too. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, yeah, Saranac is one of those one of those brewing companies that we've come to learn about since we started doing this drink of the week segment and I'm all for what they got to, to give out. So I will, I will try their other stuff as, as I see it or come across it for sure. So Don't go thing over there. 4.25. He's, he's, he's mad. He only bought a single in that. Next <laughs> he's going to go back and get more. He's go back and get more for sure. This week in sports is going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So we got a four and a half from Donald, four point two five from me, a two from I love it, uh, <laughs> and a, a, three, a three, three and a half from Chris. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, that's Saranax Morris Porter. Um, go out there, try it, grab it, tweet at us, Facebook us, let us know what you think. Um, this week's drink of the week. And as always, we ask that you raise your cans, bottles, glasses, shots, brown paper bags, Dixie cups, red solo cups, whatever you're drinking out of with us, and to good ships and wood ships and ships that sail the seas. But the best ships are friendships, and friends will always be. Salute. Cheers. All right, this weekend sports, folks. Um, <laughs> coming coming out of the coming out already the post Super Bowl high. Um, you know, not uh, there was some newsworthy stuff in sports here. Um, you know, NFL saw the big the big trade of Carson Wentz going from the Eagles to the Colts. Another quarterback on the move. I think the Colts got a steal of the deal here. They only gave up. Uh, I think it was two two twos and two threes. Um, one of them was conditional. Yeah, or one of them was a conditional, and that could yeah, turn into a one. If he plays seventy percent, that two becomes a one. But that he will. But that's next year. So mm-hmm. this year's draft, they still have their first and second round pick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they gave up a three for this year. And and the Eagles and the Eagles take an unprecedented thirty three point four million dollar. Salary cap hit. <laughs> so yeah. I, I would say the Colts won out. If Wentz can be anything like he was, you know, 2017, <clears throat> um, when he was under Frank Wright, you know, I think, I think they, they, you know, they could have, could have their quarterback here. Um, they, they tried the stopgap year with Phillip Rivers, their team that's built to win now. So mm-hmm. hopefully they can come out and, and we'll see um, just another added wrinkle to what's, looking like a loaded AFC um, from that standpoint. So I, I did see that. Um, yeah, Frank Reich was his uh, offensive coordinator in Philadelphia. So 
he's right at home with his offensive coordinator as the head coach. Yeah, uh, the NFLPA uh, tweeted out the uh, club cap space carryover um, twenty into twenty twenty into twenty twenty one. Uh, average average per team, if you were to add up all the money and divide it by the thirty two teams, is uh, nine point eight million is is what average each team would have. But some of the some of the big things that I saw, the Ravens. They only carry over 587k in cap space, so they're going to have an interesting off season mm-hmm. there. Um, now, they said they just raised it, right? They're actually going to lower it. They're going to lower it. Yeah, they're, they're lowering it because of COVID. Yeah, they didn't say what it. They didn't say what it's going to be. Projections were around 175 or 180 is what I saw. Wise, yeah. 180. Um, so, yeah, the Ravens have. 587k um Steelers at 5 million uh Jets at 26 almost 27 million um Seahawks are are tight they're 956k Cowboys have 24 or 25 almost 25 and a half million so um we'll see you know there's going to be a lot of a lot of people on the market free agent wise mm-hmm. based off mm-hmm. of based off of these moves and what teams are going to have to do because contracts that are guaranteed those are not changing that number is yep. going to count regardless of what the count what the cap is so it will be interesting to see who's all out there um you know as we as we work through as we work through it here um <clears throat> I really didn't have too much NFL wise besides the the Wentz stuff. I know Roethlisberger, Pittsburgh wise, the big news: Roethlisberger and the Steelers did not meet. Uh, Colbert came out. I didn't really give a ringing endorsement for Ben being back, and I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. Roethlisberger kind of said that he wants to come back, but the you know the organization is going to say hey, we we got to take a look at this. Um, definitely not coming back for the cap hit that you're at, so we're going to have to restructure mm-hmm. and. With Mason being on his rookie deal, if you want to see if he really is the quarterback, he's going to have to play all 16 games this year. So I'm okay with them moving on from, from Roethlisberger, um, like I said before. But <coughs> interesting to keep an eye yeah. on it as it moves forward. Yeah, I'm definitely okay this year for um, the Steelers to do what they need to do. So like a rebuild year, I'm completely fine with it because the offense is a shambles. Yeah, there was that. Um, I thought this was pretty funny, and this is just this is just a random sports fact. So if you're at a bar and you're playing sports trivia, this one might win you a free shot. But uh, so no, <laughs> nobody in human history has ever sent a text message about the Bengals winning a playoff game. The last Bengals playoff win was 1991. First text message chant was 1992. <laughs> <laughs> so, so sports trivia fanatics out there, that one, that one, that's was a good one. That one will win you a drink at a bar. <laughs> I, I started laughing whenever I saw that. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, you know, there was that. Their um, fans talking the most shit <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Uh, big ups, baseball world. Big ups to Fran- Fernando Tatis Jr. signed a 14-year, $340 million contract with the San Diego Padres. Grab the bag. Did grab the bag, right? And it still uh, isn't as long as Bobby Bonilla's. Correct. <laughs> Bonilla has 15 years left on his deal. Um, 
and he is fifty. He's currently fifty-seven years old and has fifteen Ooh, years. On the greatest team. contract ever in baseball. Maybe seventy-two to run That's the best retirement plan ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, greatest contract of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, one Iverson supposed to have a deal like that, but didn't take it. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was that was hilarious. Like <laughs> that big number, and then you know Bonilla slips in and goes, ah. <laughs> Um, I heard people's mad at the contracts because uh, the way Tatis is, he like outspoken and all that. They wanted uh, them to be like Trout, you know, all calm and everything. Yeah, all quiet and calm. I was like, eh, like Trout could be what he is, but I need somebody to talk in baseball because, you know. If Trout walked past me, I wouldn't know who he was. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did see uh, UFC. Um, a little, little, uh, I know coming off of the Usman Burns fight, did you see what Usman said about Masvidal? No, <laughs> so Jorge Masvidal, obviously, from, from the 305 from Miami, right? Um, Kamara Usman said, uh, you don't run anything in Miami if you're getting beat up like that. No city wants a loser, Miami is mine, I run Miami. So yes, he gets to leave his house to come fight in my arena in Miami. <laughs> I know the last time they fought, uh, Masvidal didn't have a full fight camp. Took that fight on a couple weeks' notice, uh, two weeks' notice, I believe, um, and and lost. And he's been he's been wanting a, a rematch and wanting to get a full fight camp in. If they do sign this fight, which I think they, I think if Dana White is smart, he will sign this fight. Um, I am sold on this and, and going to be glued to the television because the shit talking and the smack talking <clears throat> will be great in the build up to this to that fight if they resign it. Um, other than that, there wasn't too much in sports. Like I said, uh, no. I'm looking forward that. to UFC 259 in two weeks. Three title fights. You know that, that could be a stack card. Yeah, like I said, they they got a ton of stuff coming out. UFC does over the next you know month with the big the big the big ones the end of March with Stipe. Um yeah. that that that'll be the the big one. But yeah, they're loaded uh, across the two fifty nine is going to be headlined versus the light heavyweight champ versus the middleweight champ. Amanda Nunez is fighting, so yeah, I might. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try to go out of my way to watch that one. Yeah, those are normally the good ones when there's a lot of titles on the line. Yeah. And remember, Chris, a couple years ago, you was talking about they should have like a uh, like a night of champions type paper, mm. like all the titles on the line, like sometime in the summer. Like that would be a, a good idea. They could even do like two back to back. I mean, basically I mean, do like a men's, men's. Do a men's and then a women's. You know, because they only do like five fights. Hey, so Chris, you not, working the right hand. out for a sec, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I said forego the rankings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think that two fifty nine is gonna be a decent one. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Steve said, you know, there, there's a lot of good UFC fights coming up over over time. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but, it seems like the titles are getting more on the line now. Before it was just like. Yeah. Uh, you know who's fighting for number one contendership or mm-hmm. number two. Now it's like the champions are starting to come back into circulation. Yeah, Nunez, she's still holding both belts, so you know yeah. she's still a beast. Well, she hasn't fought for a while, right? It's been a while because yeah. she was uh, injured and sick. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know but, that. Yeah, yeah. she. 
I, I, I will do our predictions, you know, maybe that day for that yeah. card, but yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if she lost, you know, she's just, she's so talented. I wasn't crazy about her at first when she won the title, yeah. her first title, mm-hmm. but she's, I've definitely become a big fan of hers over time. And the way she's a beast, man, she could put both titles on the line. <laughs> she really could. Yeah, she could. Yeah. That too. I can she see her fighting twice. Uh-huh. So she has two different weight classes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's uh, Bantam is the one. That's the one that it, Rousey held. Is it Featherweight, oh, the other? Other might be the other, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But she uh, but she defends both. She's just not like, no, I'm holding one, just the yeah. whole one. No, Phantom and featherweight are her two divisions. They need yeah. that open weight. <laughs> it's called catch weight. Catch weight. Yeah, yeah it's called catch. Yeah. Where they, they, uh, they agree on uh, a weight limit. Okay. Yeah, but by. they never do title fights for those. Yeah, okay. no, it's always just like if it's like somebody from like light heavyweight or heavyweight to fight, it's always yeah. like a catch weight, like okay. around yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just talking about Amanda Nunez and. Yeah. And her, her titles and her fight upcoming fight at 259. Um, other than that, uh, it's a big weekend for hockey. Um, I don't know if you guys have been following it all. Tonight for, for Pittsburgh, um, the Penguins tweeted out, in the summer of 2005, Sidney Crosby arrived in Pittsburgh. Now over 15 years later, he is set to become the first player in Penguins history to appear in 1,000 games. Wow. So tonight, tonight's his 1,000th game. So the that's first? big for him. Ooh. Because he's played everything with with one team, you know, mm-hmm. which is isn't always Isn't part of. Yeah, that's rare now these days. Yeah, fifteen so, years. Yeah. Um, yeah. How many more he, years do you think he plays? I think his con- I think I saw his contracts up in twenty twenty five, but he said that he doesn't have any plans on retiring anytime soon. So as long as he can keep going, he's going to keep doing it. But he's been around that long. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's and, I know. And, if, if remember whenever he had his concussion or his nerve problem, he was gone for a while. So almost two yeah. years. Almost, yeah. almost two years. So you know, he still got some legs left in him. You think? Yeah. G- you think Gino's done? <sighs> like I think if it was me, I think it's time to move on from Gino. I mean, he's he's one. he's what 33, 34. Mm-hmm. So like, not everybody's no. not everybody's going to be Tom Brady and and play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if if he's done and this is it, then like yeah, he's done. I mean it it is it is what it is. Like I don't know if he's done done, but I think it's time for him to try to move on to another team or something. See, yeah. with those two, I see Yager and Lemieux all over again. You know, time to move Yager when they did. Like yeah. I like Gino, but it seemed like it's about time try to get something back. Uh, to to piggyback on on UFC and and I didn't know whether to bring this up in in bell to bell or in sports so I'm gonna bring it up here but Josh Barnett's Bloodsport Five is on Fight TV tonight at nine o'clock. Um, so what is that? Is so like, it's I'm like, not even uh, sure. Like if it, is it like wrestling? Is it fighting? Uh, it's both hybrid. It's a hybrid, yeah, but it's not pre like it's not predetermined winners. <clears throat> okay. It's Kumite. Because this is Moxley. Uh, it's, it's on, yeah, I, mean, I would say it's on it's on the version of a of a Kumite. It's Moxley, it's Moxley versus, and Smith. Moxley versus Smith Jr. You got Cobb versus Filthy Tom, Dickinson versus Kratos, Romero versus Grimm, um, and 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 there's a couple more fights, but um, those are like the the headliners. So, um, if if you haven't watched the Bloodsport yet, I I would suggest checking it out. It is what's that on. It's on Fight TV at nine. Okay. 
Yeah. So I would I would I would recommend that if you're looking for something something to watch that's different that that is probably the closest thing that you'll get to like a real real life version of like pro wrestling and UFC combined. Yeah, okay. um, it's interesting. Yeah, so that, that, that that's on tonight. And then um, I did also want to bring up, you know, we talk about Tom Brady and greatness and and stats and everything else. Uh, LeBron James this week became the third player to score over 35,000 points in the NBA. But that's not the that's not that crazy. The crazy stat is all-time consecutive double-digit scoring games. LeBron James has 1,024 <clears throat> consecutive games scoring in double digits. The next closest person to him is Jordan with 866. Kareem is third with 787. Carl Malone is four with 575. And Kevin Durant is fifth with 562. So he scored double digits in 1,024 consecutive games. That's nuts. To have that many games, you know, not only to have that many games played, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that no, to not that's have an, to not have an off night where you know you're just clanking up bricks, no. um, <laughs> and, and you're still able to put up put up double digits. You know, is is uh, to me that's one of the more impressive stats that I've seen recently. And that's an attest to your health too, uh, how long you can stay on the court. True. Mm-hmm. To get to oh, that, yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, but. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I've had in in uh, for this week in sports. I don't. Um, um, yeah, just just a couple other NHL games this weekend. They're doing the outdoor games at Lake Tahoe. So mm-hmm. today at three p.m., it's the Vegas Golden Knights versus Colorado Avalanche, and then tomorrow at they moved it to two p.m. It was supposed to be at three, but they moved it to two p.m. Now is the is Philly versus Boston Bruins. That ring looks beautiful yeah. <laughs> on the lake. So no fans. It's just, or that's the one with the the background. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, what, what is that? Is that is that on? What what is that on? What where can you watch that at? Is that on is NBC, NBC Sports? Probably NBC Sports. I'll take a look. Mm-hmm. And you said that's tonight. Uh, three p.m. today, two p.m. tomorrow. And then um, the Lake, the Lake Tahoe is tomorrow, right? Both You're games. Both. Are playing both games. Yeah, both games. They're both outdoor games. Yeah, but it, which ones? Which ones today, and which ones tomorrow? Vegas is today at three. Vegas versus Colorado, okay. and then tomorrow's Philly Boston at two. Okay. And then um, Naomi Osaka won the well, Australian, Australian Open. Australian Open yeah. early this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was pulling for Serena. Um, Same wanted, here. Yeah, I wanted her to to get it. It. it Sucks when you're you're in that draw and, and you you're on the same side of the bracket as Naomi. Even though Naomi was a she was a what the three seed, which I was a little surprised at. I thought she would have been yeah would have been the number one seed. But mm-hmm. yeah, when do uh when do the men play? They play to uh today, which today. will be tonight for us. Yeah, like three three a.m. I think. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. We'll go with Djokovic because I don't know who maybe did. <laughs> never seen it. <laughs> uh, both NHL games in Lake Tahoe are on NBC, not NBC okay. Sports, just on NBC. 
And uh, has anyone seen fan-controlled football yet? Yes. I'm mm. glad you brought that up. I was <laughs> no, I didn't see this. I was going to save it for the end. I was going to save it for the end of the sports segment. I'm glad you brought that up. That is hilarious. And it's like, it's like indoor football. It's arena football. It's like some weird other rules. It's it's uh, arena football, right? But yeah. fans call the plays. <laughs> Interesting. It, it's basically like real life Madden. Uh, <laughs> like, the ass Madden. Like uh, Marshawn Lynch is 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 the owner of a team. He was on commentary. Oh, He's oh. Hilarious. Go. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna eat this Caesar salad. I'm gonna take a shit and get my stomach right, and then I'm gonna come back and figure out how to rush for. 200 yards on this 50 yard field. Go. <laughs> so Go. He's on commentary. What's that on? It's on Twitch. Okay. okay. It's on Twitch. Miro, Miro's one of the owners of one of the teams. Okay. Yeah. So I, I would I would watch that. Yeah, there, there's no so how does that work? Is there like a delay in calling the action because of the fans' involvement or that I'm not sure of. I, I mean, it's know. so quick, I don't think they're yeah. Like, like is like if the fans is it like the fans want to call the play? Is that how it works? Or it might be like a fan vote. So is this like yeah, yeah? That's what I'm about to say. Is it like a fan vote where it's like whatever popular you know out of these plays, whatever the fans want you, you know like the most popular one. They probably give you a playbook and then let you pick what yeah, to play it's, next. It's literally it's literally playing real life Madden. Yeah. Do you consider that to be more esports or do you consider that being more regular sport? Regular. I, yeah. Esports. Yeah. Esports is all you. Yeah, yeah. Regular, you gotta you gotta rely on somebody else to. So there, yeah. So there, maybe like a hybrid of the two, a little bit as well. You know, with with the fan interaction. Yeah, there's there's no extra points. That the there's only two point conversions, and it's one on one matchups. Hmm. <laughs> so you have wide receiver versus cornerback one on one for a two point conversion. And that's so going on now. Well, the QB takes the ball off a stool. Yeah, QB <laughs> takes the ball off a stool. Yeah, <laughs> and they have the one on one matchup. Yeah. It's. I mean, listen. I Johnny Manziel was 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 is in the league. He played. Um, they they kind of threw him under the bus with his stat line after the, <laughs> after the game. They showed that ESPN kind of did him wrong. He was like <laughs> what, one of five for for twenty six yards passing, and he had seventy eight yards rushing or something like that. But um, did you see his backup? Yeah, I all over the place. I think, like, honestly, like this. I mean, if you take it for what it is, right? And it's entertainment. Not, it's entertainment. Like, mm-hmm. it's exactly what it is. It's entertainment. It's a way for for players to to keep playing to to earn some money. Um, I think it it it's formatted and it's built perfectly for something to be streamed on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the perfect format for it. So, I uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping it does numbers. I'm I'm going to tune in. You know, then the next time there's a game to to watch it live. Um, I did see the highlights, so uh, but yeah, it, it's it's a crazy so, concept. So it'll be in the category be like another like, uh, good. I said it'll be in the category like slam ball. Slam ball was awesome. Slam ball was <laughs> awesome. Slam ball. Slam ball. They need to bring that back. Slam ball was the slam shit. Ball was I love slam ball on Spike. Uh-huh. Yeah. Loved it. Mm-hmm. So is this going to be like a 10-12 game season, or they say? I don't even I, – I honestly, I didn't look into it enough no. to know, like, all the specifics. I think there's, like, four or six teams, I want to say. Um, is it on weekends? Is it 
Is that what they're going to play? If they have a game this weekend, maybe I'll check it out. I think, but I don't like. I don't know how you view a Twitch lineup or see if, when something's going to come on Twitch. Probably just go on there if they have a website for the league. Yeah. So I'll look that up. But yeah, no. If you're if you're just if you just want something just to kill time with and look no. and see, like I would, I would highly suggest checking out the the fan football league. It, it's pretty great. So. And then there, there's something that there's a there's this thing on Snapchat called Fightball. I was showing Dawn. It's one on one basketball. It's like it's like sim. It's full court, but it's like not the size of full court. Okay. One on one, and there's like no fouls. Oh. And you're playing people, for money. It is crazy. Close it's, line tackle. Oh man, it is crazy. I, so, I it's it's like, <laughs> so it's just like me hooping down Collinwood back in the day, <laughs> like. I mean, you know, you gotta call your own. You gotta call your own foul. It's like it's like in uh, the longest yard with Adam Sandler, where Michael Irvin's just beating the shit out of him. He's not calling fouls. That's pretty yeah. much what it is, one on one. Yeah, I'm on. Uh, I'm on that family site right now. There are, there's two games today and two games tomorrow. Awesome. What time are the games? On no, there? no, two games today and then two games next weekend. Sorry, my bad. Mm-hmm. What time um, are the games today? Today, um, five p.m. Pacific. So what's that? Uh, Eight. Eight or times, then there's a 6 p.m., so 9 p.m. And it's on Twitch, correct? It doesn't say, but that's... It's Twitch. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to check that out for sure. Yeah, it doesn't say, but that's probably where it's at. They're, trying, they're, 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 they're making sports for everything right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So got to break in something with a different niche. Hey, yeah. listen. And if you want to be an owner, you can you can donate to them on their website. And for a minimum investment of one hundred and fifty dollars, yo, we might have to throw in the four of us and just. <laughs> oh, it's it's kind of like on a kick uh, Kickstarter page. Yeah. Okay, so, but yeah, you could you can invest for a minimum of one hundred and fifty dollars. We really we we may have to take that conversation <laughs> offline. Put money out and sponsoring. Sponsoring a, 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 a fan football league team. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. All right. Anybody got anything else in sports before, before we jump into the world-famous, world-renowned one got to go? I'm good. All right. Let's get into it because everybody's been waiting on it. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to episode 25 of the Dunmarks podcast. Remember that we are live every Saturday at 11 a.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. So please subscribe, like, and follow our social media pages so you can get alerts when we go live each week. Our audio-only edition of the podcast is released every Monday to listen on demand on all your favorite podcast platforms. So make sure you subscribe to our social media pages of Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pod. Message us during the shows while you watch live, or even email us at dumbmarkspod at gmail.com. Anybody have I anything got, before we get into one? Gotta go. I gotta stop drinking coffee before this podcast. Like, <laughs> I almost said something to you this morning about this. Between the coffee and then the beer and then the the water, the bubbly, like it's just like I, every single pot. Like I'm holding out and I'm like, I'm gonna make it through. I'm gonna make it through. And then I'm like, you know what? You gotta drop me or else I'm gonna sit here. And just, <laughs> maybe I'll go with the Elimination Chamber sponsor and get an order. Depends while I sit here and do the podcast. <laughs> All right. Anybody got anything else before we hop in and I get the shit on Donald for his bad takes today? <laughs> uh, let's do that's it. Actually, 
hey, I killed off Mufasa last week and I got no I got no backlash. So for those of you that said I was wrong, uh look at this freaking oh, this is easy for me. Easy. Donald, you created this one, correct? Yeah, yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Right in my wheelhouse. (laughs) He he, he set this one up. Go go ahead. Go ahead. This one up. Yeah, I I feel looking at this graphic, knowing that you created this, this may be a little. This, there's definitely a bias played into this. Given your given your answer here, I, I think I'll I think I know where that bias lies. But go ahead, since you created it, let's kick this one off. One gotta go. What you got? <laughs> Everybody knows I hate Chick Fil A to death. That is brainwashed chicken for sure. <laughs> but it gets to stay. Because Boston Market is the worst food I ever had. Boston Market got to go. <sighs> Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing good. the nose. Out through the mouth. The only thing good at Boston Market is their Southwest salad. That's it. What? You are (laughs) out of your mind. Who goes to Boston Market for a salad? Have you? That's how how bad their chicken is. Have you never had their chicken pot pie? Yes, I did, and it's nasty. Oh my! Their rotisserie chicken is garbage. (laughs) Southwest salad is the best thing they have. So Boston Market, (laughs) get out of here. I'm I'm pretty sure Banquet and Marie Calendar has a better pot pie. Um, <laughs> uh, the best thing in Boston Market to me is the mashed potatoes and corn. Uh, Boston Market got to go. Oh my god! <laughs> you too. They got to. Also, this is our this was our meeting spot if our store was ever on fire. Yep. <laughs> And I've never stepped foot in the Boston market, but somehow always had Boston market. It's trash. <laughs> Chris. I used to really like Boston market, but I do think that their products gone downhill lately. We're out, really of the, going, out of the four, Boston three. market got to go. Jeez, oh man. <laughs> well, like, like last week, I got to speak some logic. Into this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I've never even had that much Popeye's chicken. I've used Popeye's chicken more for a bathroom. <laughs> well, that's exactly that's exactly where you need to go because it's the shits. Popeye's can go. Get the <laughs> out of here. Popeye's. The the I've never the the chicken sandwich that hyped up all the chicken sandwiches. I've never even had that chicken sandwich, and I don't plan on eating that chicken sandwich. I never I've, had the spicy. I ate Popeyes. I had Popeye's one time. It was garbage. I didn't finish it, threw it out, and I've never been back since. And they're just getting ready to open a Popeyes down the street for me, and I will drive by and never pull into it. So Popeyes can hit the bricks. We might that have three years after that Popeyes opens. Wherever that is. <laughs> Boston Market got it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody, you know, y'all parents screwed y'all up. There's some, there's definitely, definitely some, yeah. Some. Hey, Boston Market got me, kind of ruined me whenever they got rid of their, uh, their stuffing a year or two ago. When they stopped selling stuffing, it's just like, why? That's one of their, that was one of their biggest uh, items that I always got. Did they have fried chicken? No. 
Just rotisserie. chicken over fried? <laughs> Any fried? <laughs> no. Nah. Over Popeye's fried? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, and 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 that's leaving KFC there, and they don't even call it Kentucky Fried Chicken because it's not even real chicken, and I still <laughs> left that on the board. That's that's a staple. I don't. <laughs> that's never going to go. I don't care how shit it is. It's never going to go. <laughs> not K- KFC. I love. I I I'll eat the sides from KFC all day long. Mashed potatoes and gravy, coleslaw, potato wedges. I'll eat the sides all day long. Definitely. Popcorn chicken. I'll, I'll I'll eat the popcorn chicken. Oh, if I'm going to KFC, I'm getting sides, biscuit, coleslaw, <laughs> mashed potatoes, gravy, and that's what I'm eating. They killed me whenever they took the wedges away and put in just regular fries. Like, yeah, I don't like the fries. I don't like the fries. No. Well, I don't like you guys for getting rid of Boston. <laughs> <laughs> and since I spoke that much negativity, I'm going to read off my quote this week from Bruce Lee, who said, don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. Change the way you speak about yourself and you can change your life. What you're not changing, you're also choosing. And with that, you can catch us around the way. <laughs>